Welcome to the show, everyone. It is your host, Brandon Hagel, alongside Connor Moffitt with your Mountville Fantasy Football League podcast. How you doing today, Connor? I'm doing great. Week one down, and what a week it was in the Mountville Fantasy Football League. A lot of questions answered, and let's just get this going. Let's get a recap of all the games around the league. Yeah, so there were a couple upsets this week and a couple uh, wins that you expected from some teams, but let's start it off with one of the, probably the biggest upset of the week, Bandits taking on TV Remote. Bandits arguably the best team in the league. TV Remote probably the worst, and they pulled out a big victory, winning by 21 points. Yeah, without a doubt the biggest upset of the week. Maybe in the season all year, depending on how it goes down, TV Remote projected last place versus Bandits, one of the early favorites. TV Remote comes in there and wins by 21 points. Shocking Bandits. I don't know about this one. I, I'm not sure if this is more of Bandit's issues or TV Remote's great play. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both there. Uh, Saquon obviously struggled against the Steelers last night, only with 9.6 fantasy points, not what you look for, especially considering this is the guy he traded four first-round picks for. And, I mean, you need more play, better play out of him there. Uh, Michael Thomas, 3.2, not good either, especially picked him early in the uh, original draft. Two guys there you expect at least 20 points from the between the two of them, let alone 20 could come from each of them. So I think that's played a big role there. Le'Veon Bell also struggled. But other than that, I think the Bandits team was pretty solid otherwise. Yeah, I think the Bandits have to be disappointed overall with this performance. 109 points, not the worst in the league this week, or any week it won't be, but not what they want to shoot for there. 109 points could make you lose any single week. So obviously very disappointing there with Saquon Barkley, Le'Veon Bell, Michael Thomas, all very underperforming. And the rest of their guys didn't really do too much. Alvin Kamara had a great week with 21 and Matt Ryan at 23. But other than that, nothing really standing out. Very disappointing first game out of the gates for the Bandits. But let's talk about TV Remote a little bit. Give them some credit here. They put up 130 points. Very solid week there for a team that everyone is kind of sleeping on and giving no shot this year. Yeah, and I think what really uh, led to their success this week was the running back position with Mostert, Edwards Alaire, and Kenyon Drake. I mean, looking at it, they put up almost 50 points between the three of them. And that was that, I mean, you knew going in his running backs would have to carry him. And his receivers combined for 20. It's not terrible from him. Henry Ruggs also got injured, so he could have put up some more points there too. But I think his his running backs really won him this game. Yeah, for sure. The running backs actually over 50 points combined there. They really went off. Um receivers were serviceable but yeah the running backs really brought him home and overall a solid performance no one on his team under five only one person had five other than that the lowest was eight so really solid overall week from tv remote putting up 130 points congratulations to them on the upset of the week in the next game we're going through here the chosen ones versus moose one of the games we were really excited about this week probably the game of the week we said the rematch of the south championship in this one, it was a blowout. The Chosen Ones beat Moosin 157-97, to a 60-point win. Wow, the Chosen Ones looked good, didn't they? Yeah, they did, Connor. They uh, played a great game. I think the running back position really uh, was 
the strong suit for them this week. Chris Carson with 21 points and Josh Jacobs with, with 33. Um, I mean, not much more you can ask for out of them. Calvin Ridley with 29. Big week from him. Robert Woods, 14. Dak Prescott, 16. So I think there's balanced scoring throughout. George Kittle, 7.3. He got injured, but, I mean, you usually can expect a little bit more from him. But other than that, I mean, this team played great this week. Yeah, they did, without a doubt. Uh, putting up 157. That was the league high this week. And one of the mo- the highest point totals in the Chosen One's history, actually. So they really they went off this week. And Moosin, disappointing week for them, I would say. And there's not much you can do about the 157 from the Chosen Ones, but looking at it from their end, only 97 points. You're not going to win that many games in this league with that kind of scoring. Yeah, that's a great point there. Uh, actually, the third lowest scoring team this week. Um, Deshaun Watson had a great start Thursday night with 20. Had the two touchdowns late in the game. James Conner got her injured, but two points from him is terrible. Dalvin Cook, 21, great. He's a guy that Moosin can count on. Todd Gurley, 12, not awful. Chark and Diggs combined for 22, not terrible. But then tight end kicker and the defensive players is where he was really slacking this week yeah there's two guys watson and dalvin cook but other than that nothing special at all a high of 12.7 other than those two guys nothing too great about that so moosin moosin can't be too happy about that opening opening week all right now on to the next game Uh, we have wensylvania and land sharks and land sharks is your defending champ and they really uh, showed that they were the defending champs this week, Connor. Yeah, they came out hot. 1-0 start for them. They beat Wensylvania, division rival, 130-90. to This one was also not even close. Lamar Jackson led, it, led the way for the Landsharks, putting up 31 points. Look at that, man. Lamar Jackson, he, if he's playing like that, that's, that's huge for the Landsharks to make them tough to beat. Yeah, I agree. And he also has Russell Wilson on his bench at put up just about the same as that or if not more I forget but I mean yeah with that quarterback play I mean it's kind of hard to compete with and Aaron Jones also had 15 there Hopkins with 22 it looked like Kyler Murray that's all he was targeting was DeAndre Hopkins so if he continues to target him like that I mean this Landsharks team can be very dangerous yeah this Landsharks team's got to be happy with with what they did in week one. Mark Andrews goes for 20 points. A huge trade. I told you guys earlier, one of the earlier episodes in the podcast, I thought that was an amazing trade done by the Land Sharks. Um, and going 20 points to the tight end position right there, crazy. Also, noting, noting this, he started Evan Ingram as a last-minute switch. Really didn't have much effect because the Land Sharks already won the game Monday night. But he didn't even have Juju Smith-Schuster in, who went for a 20-plus, would have added to the Landshark's total by even more, and he would have been around 150 this week. So a very strong start for the defending champs. Yeah, that's a tough team to beat there. And uh, Wensylvania put up 90 points. I mean, David Johnson, great start Thursday night with 18 points. But other than that, I mean, disappointment from Joe Mixon. He was high on him coming into the year. Carson Wentz got out to a hot start, and then – had two picks and a fumble, which really hurt them. And, yeah, I mean, nothing really, even receiver-wise, they were bad, too. 
Yeah, Wensylvania's got to be upset with this first performance, scoring the second lowest in the entire league this week after the David Johnson start. No one above 14 in the starting lineup there for Wensylvania. Very frustrating. Um, running backs, like you said, Joe Mixon not doing anything very well. Also worth noting, though, he has Miles Sanders who sat out. So arguably his best player not playing week one from injury. So hopefully that went, with his return, that will help him out. But And also noting he had Aaron Rodgers on the bench who went off week one for 35 but even with that, he still would not have won the game. Pennsylvania can't be happy. What do you think about their mindset going into week two after this frustrating performance? Yeah, I think uh, they're looking to bounce back, obviously. And we'll see if they make some uh, changes to the lineup because they also had Dallas Goddard on the bench, who he had 20 points. So, I mean, we'll see what how they – like if they make any changes to the lineup week two. But, I mean, they got to get something going here. Yeah, very frustrating start. And then the next game, the Red Roses, the 2018 champs defeated C-Strike 133-84. to Yet again, another blowout game. That was a common theme around the league this week. 133-84, 50-point win. Uh, the Red Roses had it going. The C-Strike did not. They were the lowest scoring team. What went wrong for C-Strike here? Uh, the running back play, I mean, they combined for about six or seven points. And, I mean, you knew going into it his running backs were awful, but only putting up seven points, I mean. Yeah, that's that's not what you want to see. We knew going into it, we talked about it. We knew his running backs were the weak spot there for C-Strike. The wide receivers, the standout part. But even from them, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett, Allen Robinson getting 13-13 and about 10 in that order not not the pr- production you'd want out of your wide receivers especially out of the out of the focal point of your team yeah and he also drafted two tight ends he drafted rob gronkowski and austin hooper he started gronkowski this week and both of them were terrible uh but he also did have some guys on the bench that played very well robbie anderson scored 22 points anthony miller 15 Darius Slayton, 25, and Adam Thielen, 28. What do you got to say about that? Yeah, wow. I mean, that just proves our point even more about his wide receivers. I mean, that's obviously the best part of his team other than Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Um, very deep at the wide receiver spot. I'm looking to see him make some make some trades here for the running back position. Obviously, the weak point, um, he needs to get that shirt up, I think, so to match that with his wide receiver. So I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some moves to come there their running back position yeah i would say so too uh definitely some trades we'll see if he picks anyone up in the waiver wire um he also has benny snell on the taxi which he may bring him up at some point in the near future but other than that i mean he's got to get something going there at the running back position yeah for sure and now the red roses in this matchup 133 points solid week there Kyler Murray, what did they view there? 26 points for the Red Roses. That's their franchise quarterback on a six-year deal. Got to be very excited about that start for him. And then also Devontae Adams, 34 points. Monster week carrying the Red Roses in this in this first round, in the first uh, week matchup. Yeah, those two definitely played a big role along with Julio Jones. Uh, he had 20 points as well. Running back play, I mean, Derrick Henry had 31 carries, which... I mean, that's insane. He had 116 yards with 14 fantasy points. I mean, 
I mean, that's not awful. You get some more production out of him. Montgomery, 13 carries for 64 yards, 7 points. Not, I mean, not the best, but Cooper Cup didn't play the best either. And he actually lost Blake Jarwin for the year to a torn ACL. So uh, they actually did just bring up Noah Fant from the taxi squad, signed him to a four-year deal. So he had a great game last night. So we'll see what they can do uh, filling that role of Blake Jarwin. Yeah, now to the last matchup of week one. We had Money Longer versus the Playboys. Money Longer, the favorite as we went over in Vegas, coming into the Malfoy Fantasy Football League, going up against Playboys who were next to last. This game was close for a while. Uh, Money Longer ends up winning 126 to 107. And what, what, what went wrong here for the Playboys with 107 points? Uh, well, yet again, I mean, it's that running back play. I mean, seems like the common theme here throughout the league. Uh, Nick Chubb, five points. Austin Eckler, nine points. Devin Singletary, Seven points. I mean, you need more out of your running backs if you want to win. Yeah, you definitely need more out of those out of those three running backs, especially if you're going to start three and one's your flex. Um, DJ Moore also with a disappointing week with seven points there. Josh Allen, very promising there, though. 29 points. Remember, Playboys gave up Deshaun Watson actually this offseason and named Josh Allen as their franchise guy. And so he's got to be very happy with that performance. So as long as the other guys come around and help out, that's a really good sign there for the Playboys. Yeah, I agree. And uh, on to money longer, Cam Newton, Zeke, and Christian McCaffrey. Amazing weeks. I mean, 24 points for Cam, 26 for Zeke, and 26 for Christian McCaffrey. Not much more you can ask for there. Yeah, that was really it, though, for Money Longer. Not the best week, 126 points. Nothing too crazy, uh, decent scoring. But those three guys, man, 24, 26, 27, really carrying the team there. Some concern, though, Odell Beckham, Chris Godwin, T.Y. Hilton, three wide receivers starting, all with mediocre for sure weeks Odell only at 3.7 Godwin 11 T.Y. Hilton 3 that's got to be frustrating although he gets the win which matters most but is there any concern there long term for money longer you think uh I think it was just a rough week for them there I mean they're high on Odell Beckham we'll see what happens in that situation in Cleveland and Godwin obviously he's a great receiver but yeah I mean I Tough week for those guys there, but I think they'll bounce back. Yeah, I think so too. 1-0 is 1-0. So those are the week one matchups. We're going to take you guys through now and do a segment about overreaction Tuesday. After the first week of the year, we all know everyone likes to overreact and make some assumptions after week one, although it's only been one week. We're going to start out with the Bandits losing to TV Remote. Are the Bandits in trouble this year after a week one, Brandon? What do you think? Um, I don't. I wouldn't say they're in trouble, but they do have a tough schedule coming up here. I know they have uh, money longer this week, and Red Rose is the following, and then I believe the Land Sharks that next week or soon after. So, I mean, if they get off to a slow start, if they start 0-4 or something, I mean, that's hard to come back from especially early in the season. Yeah, if it was a, just a loss here, I agree with you. I think if it was just a loss to TV Remote starting 0-1, obviously not ideal at all, but I wouldn't be as concerned for the Bandits. What I'm concerned about here, it wasn't just the loss. It was Le'Veon Bell injured, Michael Thomas, ankle sprain, Saquon Barkley, the offensive line looked terrible. So those 
are three of their main starting guys and not just one bad week. They have injuries now. Le'Veon Bell came out today. He's out for three weeks. Michael Thomas, he's questionable for Monday night. Don't know what's going to be going on with him after disappointing week one. So, like you said, the schedule for the Bandits coming up is brutal. They play Money Longer, the favorite. They play the Red Roses. They play Land Sharks, and they play the Chosen Ones. What a tough stretch there. That's very dangerous for the Bandits. Yeah, I'd say they'd be happy if they can win two of those games, especially with the injuries to Bell and Thomas. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I mean, tough schedule early on for them. Yeah, so I wouldn't say too much of an overreaction. Say Bandits could be in some trouble here after one week. And moving on to the next possible overreaction, TV Remote starts 1-0. The last team um, projected in the league starts 1-0, puts up 130 points. TV Remote can be a playoff team. Do you think that's an overreaction or an underreaction? Uh well I wouldn't put it past him I mean that North is pretty weak and I mean outside of Land Sharks and Bandits those two teams I mean they're the other three in Pennsylvania Playboys and TV remote I mean it's not uh too good up there so I honestly could see it potentially yeah I mean yeah it's definitely possible TV remote wins shocking everyone we that's what we talked about though I mean. When we went over their roster, we looked at their running backs, and obviously we knew they were going to reload, but looking at their running backs, Kenyon Drake, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Raheem Mostert, that's not a rebuild. That's that's three stud guys who could carry teams to victory like they just did this week. So that's that's very telling for them. Their their main issue and their key this year, I think, is their wide receivers. And the combined 20, it's not anything crazy, but it's it's good enough, and it got them to win this week. So... I don't know. That's that's a great sign for TV remote, and I don't think it's crazy for them to sneak in up north because it's not. A, if they were down south, I would say no. I would think that's an overreaction. No way they make the playoffs. But up in the north division, I don't think it's crazy. They they have a shot here. I, I don't know if I would bet on it, but I think they definitely have a shot to make the playoffs this year, which is crazy. Yep, I agree there. And then the last overreaction, underreaction, we'll talk about here. The Chosen Ones, after putting up 157 points, dominating the league this week. Chosen Ones, are they a possible favorite now to win the title after being in the middle of the pack around fifth or sixth starting off the year? I mean, I wouldn't put it past them if their running backs can play how they uh, the, to the level they just did this past week. I mean, I wouldn't say every week they're going to put up those numbers, but if they can play anywhere near that level, I think that the Chosen Ones could be a favorite. And A.J. Brown, he didn't play well either, and they still put up 157 points. So, I mean, yeah, I I can 100% see it. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're not going to put up 157 mm-hmm. points every week. If you did, you'd be the champ. But with with what they got, I mean, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, that's the key there. Carson had a great week. Um, I'm not sure if you can expect that from him all the time. But, yeah, A.J. Brown, Calvin Ridley, Robert Woods. On the bench, he didn't have Kenny Galladay, who is arguably his best wide receiver, didn't even play. Devontae Parker on the bench. So Darren, Wall, uh, Darren Waller at tight end. So very deep team we talked about. George Kittle, arguably the best tight end, didn't even do that well for them. So I had them not making the playoffs this year. If I could change that already after week one, I would. So I would not put this as an overreaction. I think the chosen ones mm-hmm. – Make the playoffs, and they're looking good this year, I would think. Yep, I agree there, Connor. 
All right, now let's take a look at the week two matchups. We got two huge ones here. We uh, highlighted it last week in the last episode. Probably the two biggest matchups all year, Connor. Yeah, these were two of the biggest matches we had when we went over the schedule for the entire year, actually. We were looking really looking forward to these ones from the beginning of the season, and now here it is, week two. Starting off with the Chosen Ones versus the Land Sharks. Last year's Super Bowl matchup. And to make things even better, they both had phenomenal week ones. Yeah, I mean, they really did. Chosen Ones, the first highest score. And the Land Sharks, the second highest score. Or third highest score, sorry. But, I mean, yeah, this is going to be a great matchup. And I think everyone's looking forward to it. Yeah, this is a crossover week. So this is huge to see. I mean... Right now, first place, I was only been one week, but first place in the South versus first or second place in the North, probably the favorite there, the Land Sharks. So what a match. I'm really interested to see how this one goes. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, talking about the 140s, 130s, back and forth. Very interested to see that one. Yep, and then the next big game we have is the Bandits and Money Longer, probably the two favorites coming into the uh, Super Bowl uh, this year. Yeah, so Money Longer Bandits, obviously Bandits 0-1, Money Longer 1-0, huge, huge game for the Bandits, don't want to start 0-2 there, and Money Longer, a chance to prove themselves against a quality opponent, move to 2-0 in the South, so those two matchups, you can't get much better than that, I mean, really excited for those two, I don't know what to expect, I think, like I said, very high scoring for the Chosen Ones Land Sharks, I expect Money Longer and Bandits to be high scoring as well. Yeah, I agree. All right, next matchup we got is Red Roses in Pennsylvania. Uh, Red Roses obviously won last week big, and Pennsylvania lost big last week. So Red Rose is probably the favorite there. Yeah, Red Rose is definitely the favorite in that one. Um, I don't think they'll have much trouble there against Pennsylvania. I expect a Red Roses win. Um, in the next matchup, Moosin versus Playboys. Um, Moosin obviously 0-1, Playboys 0-1. So one of these teams will be 0-2, one will move to 1-1. So this game, I think, has a potential to be very close. I think Moosin probably is a slight favorite in this one, but I think this game could be very close. This one could, could go either way, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, two teams. Uh, I mean, they didn't struggle necessarily last week, but, yeah, I think this will be a close uh, game, probably around the 110s to 100 to 110, I'd say. Yeah, in the last matchup of the week, we have C-Strike versus TV Remote. TV Remote looking to go 2-0 and in the North would be a huge statement win there. C-Strike, usually a hot starting team, doesn't want to go 0-2. Um, what, what can we expect in this one? Does TV Remote keep it going or does C-Strike uh, get their win, first one of the season? Oh, I could see either. I mean, TV Remote, the slight favorite here, but I think C-Strike, they want to get a win under their belt this year. And I think this could be the week that they do it. Yeah, so overall in week two, I mean, obviously the Red Roses won Sylvania. You never know, but I would, I would think the Red Roses are going to win that one. But other than that, four competitive games, you don't know where this one's going to go. And um, I don't know. I'm truly excited for week two. should be phenomenal games there. Um, yeah, we're really excited for that. All right, now let's get into our predictions for this week, Connor. All right, so we're going to go through these quickly, just give you guys our picks. Money Longer Bandits, I think Money Longer takes care of business. The uncertainty with Michael Thomas, Le'Veon Bell being out. I think the Bandits are banged up, and they moved to 0-2, actually. So I think Money Longer takes care of business there. Chosen Ones versus Landsharks, matchup of the week. 
matchup of the season possibly here. I think the Landsharks win this one. I think Chosen Ones have a down week uh, after putting up 157. I don't think they're as productive. And the Landsharks take that one. Red Roses versus Pennsylvania. I like the Red Roses in that one. Moosin versus the Playboys. I like the Moosin in a fairly low-scoring battle there. And C-Strike versus TV Remote. I like I like uh, C-Strike to bounce back. I think Mahomes and Tyreek Hill have a good week. And um, they take care of business over TV Remote. All right, and I would say for Money Longer and Bandits, uh, I'm going to go with Money Longer as well. The Bandits, I mean, Le'Veon Bell out, we'll see. Naheem Hines came off a big week last week, see if uh, he gets a start this week. The Chosen Ones, Land Sharks, I agree with you, Connor. I'm going to go with the Land Sharks. Red Roses, Pennsylvania, I'm going to go with Red Roses. And Moose and Playboys, I'm going to go with Playboys. And C-Strike TV Remote, I'm going to go with C-Strike. All right, so there's our week two predictions for whatever it's worth. Uh, that about wraps things up for this this week's show. Um, we're into it now. We're we're into it. It's very exciting. Week one's done. Week two, lurking in the shadows. Let's go. Yep. Let's hopefully you guys enjoy. I mean, let's get after it this week. Let's see. Yeah. So we'll be back next week to give you guys similar episode uh, recapping week two, looking ahead to week three. So thanks you guys for tuning in. Keep following us on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Mountville Fantasy Football League. Yep, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. See you next time, guys.